It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yin's ready. <laughs> Throw it, Justin, all up tonight. Nick's Nick's on a different level tonight. We're in we're in Pennsylvania. We're in Pittsburgh. You know, he goes either team, so it doesn't really matter. Ah, the beautiful Pennsylvania air. Love it. He can smell the ketchup all the way from there. Let's go ahead and start with the introduction. Start with Justin Jesus Herrera. Welcome to the studio. Well, first off, it's not going to be smelling the ketchup for too much longer because Heinz Field, I heard, is uh, revoking its name. Yeah, Um, I know. So, so, um, as usual, it is great to be on the Fantasy Show with the people. It is great to be here in Pittsburgh in the Steel City, only six hours away from me. Hopefully one day I'll get to see that field in person. But once again, it's a great fan base, and I'm excited to talk football. Yeah, we're excited tonight. We're also excited that my grandma's painting still hanging in your bedroom right now. Let's also go to Nick. <laughs> it's your grandma's your puzzle. puzzle. <laughs> your, special night, your special night tonight, Mr. Flanders. Welcome into the studio, Nick. You got Flandered Macaronis. Thank you. Uh, always happy to be back in the city of Bridges, the Iron City. Uh, I think I think it would have been better if Iron City Beer would have ponied up and uh, named the stadium Iron City Stadium. But uh, they didn't do that. Um, again, always please go check out TSSFantasy.com. Check out our rankings. Check out our supreme writer, Greg O.J. Mayer. He writes for a, a section of us called The Knights of the Roundtable. If, if you're not reading, you're really missing out. He's got really poignant facts, great observations. He is really on top of his game, and he just lets you know what he knows, and he knows it all. So please go to tssfantasy.com, and don't forget to check out our merchandise section as well. We got hats and T-shirts and all that jazz, and I know I screwed Cooper up, but I don't care. Cooper's going to say it anyway. 
No, that was great, actually. Take a little bit off my plate. I appreciate it. Listen, if you are watching on YouTube right now, hit the subscribe button. Not only do you great get all our great content, but we have a contest. Anyone, new subscribers that are going to YouTube right now, we have a jersey, Hall of Fame jersey from Leroy Butler when he stopped in the studio. He blessed us with a jersey to give away to you guys, and we are giving it back to the people all you got to do is hit subscribe. No big deal. Takes two seconds. Hit subscribe. You're entered to win. Who knows? You get a Hall of Fame jersey. How cool would that be? Also, don't forget, as Nick alluded to earlier, go to TSSFantasy.com. He talked about all the great stuff in the roundtable. We also have a show on your fantasy league. So if you want to take your fantasy league to the next level, you'll want to check that out. That's on TSSFantasy.com. Fantasy season is around the corner, so hit up Underdog Fantasy as well. Use the promo code TSS. We're going to double that deposit up to $100. We got great contests this season. We're going to include Gatorland tickets, Miami Dolphin home game, um, and also some Miami Dolphin experiences with the TSS crew. So you'll want to check that out as well. So let's take, we got a big show tonight, guys. I got to get right to it. Why? Nick, tell us, why do we do all this? Because we can. And... Justin, help me out. I keep forgetting the other part. Well, Nick, it's because we're the fantasy show of the people. The people. That's right. The fantasy show, the people indeed. We are in Pittsburgh tonight. Dr. Miller has traveled with us. It's time for a Dr. Miller's house call. Look, a doctor, not an escalator. Spock, give me a hand. The doctor is in, and we are in the blue-collar city of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Welcome into the studio, Dr. Jeffrey Miller. Very glad to be here, Commissioner. Coming up today on the house call, we're going to cite more medical research that should drive your draft night decision-making. Ooh, got to love the fantasy tidbits as we talk about injuries for sure. And listen, I mean, it's Pittsburgh. It's gritty. It's grimy. It's we we get nasty in here. And Najee Harris, um, to me, is the prototypical back to put it put it uh, put in that in perspective um, to really represent Pittsburgh. Um, this season and quite frankly with nobody at the quarterback helm as we know right now with that question mark um, really big uh, things expected for Najee but what say you sir for his percent to the bench he's gonna be a monster so coming off of a league leading 381 touches last season another league leading 980 snaps I mean this is just nuts right his volume is tremendous and, you know, we, we got to say that that's due in part to a Ben Roethlisberger who wasn't the most mobile quarterback in the league last year. But to your point, we don't know who's going to be there this year. It might be somebody even less mobile. So this isn't health related, but I just want to highlight that 381 touches without a single fumble is evidence of Harris's reliability. I mean, that statistic borders on unbelievable. This season, he's coming in 14 pounds heavier. He's a monster up to 244. 
did have an elbow injury week 18 last year. Missed the rest of the game, but was back for the playoffs. Guy's a workhorse. He's big. He's strong. He's reliable. I would draft him in the first round. 20% to the bench for Najee Harris. 20% to the bench, Najee Harris. Um, I was actually on a show uh, a couple months ago. Um, It was like an early uh, draft for in the next year. At number one pick, and that was my selection. Najee Harris going to lean on Najee a lot this year uh, as far as I'm concerned. All right, let's go into the uh, another probably versatile threat, if you will, a new one for the Steelers. George Pickens um, had some, looks like some injury issues um, last season. So let's talk about his um, uh, percent to the bench and, you know, if there's any delay in him starting this season. So to answer your question, no, there shouldn't be delay in his start. This guy's a rookie out of Georgia, um, had an ACL tear in March of 2021, played only four games last season, accounting for 107 yards on five catches. So not really what I want to build my franchise on. So at the beginning of this season, he's going to be about 18 months out from that ACL reconstruction. Now in our Baltimore show, I referenced some research coming out of December 2021 from the Journal of Arthroscopy, Sports Medicine, and Rehabilitation. And I want to take that same article and highlight some information about wide receivers. Mm. You compare in the NFL wide receivers pre-ACL tear to post-ACL tear. What we see is four fewer games per season following ACL reconstruction, fewer targets per game fewer receptions per game, fewer yards per reception, and wait for it, two fewer fantasy points per game at the wide receiver position. So as we're looking at a rookie with a history of ACL tear, who's accounted again for 100 yards on five catches his most recent season, you may be drafting in the later rounds of a dynasty league, but I'm not certain you take this guy in the draft for a standard fantasy league. He's a coin toss on injury, 50% of the bench, but I'm going to say pass on him. 50% and pass. That's the way to close it out. Dr. Miller, we appreciate you, and we will see you next week when we do the AFC West. Dr. Miller's uh, article he is referring to, by the way, is up on the round table. So if you check, if you want to check that out, it is there. All right, let's bring in our experts. I got our, that fun little promo I made earlier. I'm going to go ahead and hit it. And we got a busy show tonight. Once again, I'm excited. Let's bring all of our guests in. Here we go. Uh-huh. You know what it is, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what it is, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what it is. Everything I do, now I do it big. Yeah. Uh-huh. Speaking that stuff, when I pulled up the line, line that stuff. I grab my tongue, you see me, you know everything. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. I put it down. And seeing nothing but black and yellow tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It's a busy night. Any city I've ever been to in my life, Pittsburgh Steelers fans are everywhere, and they are everywhere. And here tonight, let's welcome in first Jordan York. 
Welcome into the studio, my brother. Hey, how are you guys? Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here in Pittsburgh right now. Um, I'm from yinzercrazy.com, and I'm a musician, so I appreciate um, Justin reached out to me. So I, I really checked out what you guys are doing, and I really like it. Uh, diehard Steeler fan, and I actually have a, a Steeler show myself with number 95, uh, Big Worm. Um, so we're going to be doing season two, and he's going to be bringing on Steeler. So I'm here to give my take and, uh, you know, just kind of going into the preseason. I think this is the most, uh, you know, it, it's life after Ben, man. It's 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 just un, it's unexplainable. It's uncharted territories, but I think it, it makes it exciting because it's a new era in Pittsburgh. Absolutely. Welcome in. Jordan's fired up. You can tell he's ready for a big season indeed. Let's also welcome to studio Drew Davenport uh, Auction. Um, I'm sorry, my handwriting is awful. Please promo where you're from, Drew. Welcome to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I got my, write- my writings over at Football Guys, and uh, I got a show called The Auction Brief which is a, just a little bit different podcast than uh, most people are used to. It's I cover legal stuff as a criminal defense attorney. Uh, so I cover the legal cases around the league. And then um, we also talk auction drafting and, and anything fantasy football. That's awesome. We have a legal eagle on our show as well. Happens to be inside the house, so I don't have to pay her. Thank God. Also, let's welcome in Sports. She's a little sleepy, so we got to wake her up a little bit. Sports. Let's go. It's Pittsburgh time. Welcome into the studio. Hi, guys. You can hear me great, right? Yes. Okay, awesome. So I'm D. Um, I host a show on Twitter. If you haven't heard of it, it's a morning show called Sports and Coffee. I am a Steeler loyalist. I'm actually in Pittsburgh right now. The Picklesburg is going on outside the window. So if you hear a lot of noise, that's what it is. <laughs> um, and I, I cover the Steelers also on my YouTube, D Love Sports. And uh, you'll see some of your favorite Steelers uh, around very, very soon um, as I cover them and get to interview them. Nice. All right, everyone, we'll we'll get out and hit that subscribe button. We'll talk about that in a little while. Let's also welcome to the studio JJ from Sideline Steelers. Welcome into the studio. What's going on, everybody? Uh, yeah, my name is JJ. I do a semi-regular show with my uh, handsome co-host over there, John Albright, from the You Tell Me What I Just Said podcast, and we're ready to go, man. Awesome. We're happy to have you here, John. Welcome in. He kind of plugged you already, but welcome <laughs> into the studio. Good segue. Yeah, well, I uh, appreciate it. Thank you, JJ. Um, and thank you for having us. We're excited to be here. We always love talking to Steelers with everyone and anyone that will listen to us. Give us a <laughs> Unfortunately, we're not in Pittsburgh, but we would love to be. We, we will be in Pittsburgh at some point this season. Uh, we always make it a home game because, I mean, it's still going to be high field to me, so it's legendary. Uh, as a stadium in itself, and you can call it whatever you want. It'll always be Heinz Field to me. I understand what you mean. I always still call it Joe Robbie Stadium down here in Miami, so I totally get it and feel you. Let's get started on tonight. We're going to start. We're going to talk about the 2022 Steelers and their outlook for the season. We taught last year 9-7-1, and one, really fought hard and got into the playoffs. Unfortunately, you know, you hit the KC, the juggernaut, 42-21. Know how that went for you. Just wasn't quite ready for that firepower, I don't think. Offensively last year, um, yardage-wise, 23 overall. You were 21st in points scored. Um, passing yards, you were 15th. And rush yards, 29th, um, how we listed. Defensively, 
24th overall, 20th in points against. Um, ninth versus the pass, which is pretty impressive, but dead last against the rush. So obviously we know what the bugaboo was there. Um, free agency, you lost Juju. Obviously Ben was Ben is gone, retired as well. Um, you lost your uh, uh, center as well. You added James uh, Daniels. Um, you added center Mason Cole, and we know Mitch Trubisky was added as well. Um, linebacker Miles Jacks to kind of shore up a little bit more of that defense. Cornerback Levi Wallace as well. We know we drafted well with Kenny Pickett, um, George Pickens. We just heard the doctor allude to him a minute ago. Um, Calvin Austin, another receiver as well. Um, and tight end Connor, Hay- Connor Hayward, so trying to shoring up um, for Firemuth as well. For what I'm looking at at this roster, because of the uncertainty at the QB position, Mitch Trubisky is a decent quarterback, no disrespect. Kenny Pickett also could be decent as well. We just don't know. So right now, I just have you guys projected about seven to eight wins. Could go higher, depending upon. But again, you're in a tough AFC, of course. But as I always say, who cares what I think? That's why we brought our experts in. Jordan, we'll start with you, sir. Give me your 2022 outlook for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, so I was real high on Mitch, and I'll be honest with you, I uh, I covered Pitt for a little bit, so got to know Kenny Pickett. He's just he's really is an awesome guy, and everything that he worked for, he deserves. Uh, he, he's a workhorse. Um, I didn't think he was going to be there, so I was you know already. I thought the Mitch for the money they gave him back up quarterback contract money and you know that's what they brought him in for and I think the biggest thing you know again as I alluded to before is that life after Ben no one really knows what to expect you know obviously Ben wasn't at his best you know the last two or three years but you know it's it's he's a hall of fame quarterback and even it Ben at 70 you know you don't know if you're going to get that with Mitch and, and and Kenny going into the season but this is what I will say as far as the quarterback situation goes I think it's good to have you know quarterback competition because it just elevates everyone to play at the best like people think it's a problem but you know th- these guys are professionals they go in there they know you know they're they're the may the best man win and they're going to be cheering for whoever that's just what professionals do and, and teammates do, especially Steelers. The standard is the standard, um, as they say. But, uh, yeah, as far as the defense, I think the, the free agent signings um, were, were great. And, uh, you know, the, the D-line is going to get healthy. And it, it, I'm excited, man. I Like I said, the AFC North's tough. But, I mean, I, I'm not really sold on the Bengals either. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm just really excited. I think that it's a mystery, to be honest. Like, even the experts, you know, you can, you know, you can say something, but in, until, you know, the preseason starts and we really see, you know, how it's kind of meshing together and, and everything and it, the rookies. And I think the George Pickens pick is he's going to be – I watch his highlight tape and my uncle's a big Bulldogs fan, so I was, I was pretty excited when he got him. Um, I just hope that he healed after his injury. But, yeah, it, it's it's an exciting time in Pittsburgh rather than the uh, stadium name change, which, you know, I think they found out quick, you know, that, that they need to do something with that. You know, we need some, like, heated seats in there or something to make up for the Heinz name being gone. Yeah, I think, Jordan, one thing you said there, I think you hit it around the head. The experts do say a lot. That's a premise of our show. Uh, you know, experts say a lot doesn't really matter they're just guessing like we all are my friends so you never know and it's any given sunday that's for sure drew we'll go to you on this one give me your 2022 outlook for the steelers well i'll tell you what i i know that last season was um 
what did you say? Nine, seven, and one. Um, but the I don't see it changing a whole lot, even though there is a lot of change here. Mike Tomlin's calling card is that when he has situations that are difficult that he's facing, that uh, he rallies the troops. He's a great motivator. I think these this team's going to play hard. Uh, but I understand that Ben wasn't, you know, was was wasn't that effective last year. So I'm not too concerned with the quarterback change. But yet, uh, at the same time, there's not going to be a quarterback there that I think is going to elevate either. So I think we're looking right around the same spot, uh, right in the middle of middle of the pack. Uh, the AFC North, in my opinion, uh, is is uh, extremely tough to navigate, and uh, I think it's. Yeah, they're going to be right around 500 again, somewhere in that neighborhood. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread Packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Yeah, very astute point. Very tough to navigate indeed. Very hard to prognosticate this division. D, you batter up. Let's let's go with your You guys are doing a lousy job of waking me up, okay? I'm going to say that. <laughs> so, uh, first things first, I'm going at a minimum of 10 games here. I think this crew can win 10 games. Are we forgetting about mobility here? Mobility did not exist on the on that line. Our line was sorry. We added some pieces and we we uh, I don't even know why there's really a debate. Mitchell Trubisky is starting week 1. Um, and it's his job to absolutely lose. So I'm saying at a minimum, we're winning 10 games. All right, John, are, are you going to continue the wake-up call for the rest of you on the, <laughs> on the 2022 outlook? What say you, sir? So I'm a little bit of an outlier probably because I, my wife's from Chicago. I live in Chicago right now. And so I watched Trubisky from his rookie season all the way through. So I've actually been calling for Trubisky for the last two years once I knew he was leaving Chicago because if you look at his first two seasons when the playbook was wide open to him, he was actually really good. He just, as we found out, nobody liked Nagy. Nagy was kind of a nag, if you will. Uh, really really brought down that whole team. And um, so I, I was really excited about getting Trubisky, especially with the deal we got him. Gave us enough room to get a lot of good players. So when we took Pickett, that was actually a gut punch for me. Because I think if we had an O-line, you wouldn't be asking either any quarterback to do much with Najee Harris. You could have just relied on the O-line, got back to old Steeler football, running the ball, and just had to make the plays when he had to. Well, Pickens and Deontay, who I'm not on yet. I know it's a contract here. But um, even Claypool, Pat... So if we would have got the O-line, I think we would have been at the top of the division because we didn't fix that O-line. 
I, I'm leaning right around 500. Well, oh. I guess it's 500 anymore, but. Uh, so what's that fix about it? I'm sorry. I know everybody's. What's broken? What's wrong with it? Uh, well, we had to run it 381 times with Najee to get 1,000 yards. If you look at any other. But you're saying we didn't fix it. I don't think I don't think Daniels and Trubisky could probably tell you more because he played with Daniels is an answer. Uh, the Bears' O line was just as bad as ours, like just as bad. They just had David Montgomery who broke. I might have set the record for most broken tackles in the season. Um, he definitely was hit in the backfield. He he was hit behind the line of scrimmage, probably ninety percent of the plays, and still got a thousand yards. So. I mean, that's what you're asking Najee to do right now. My biggest fear is Najee's going to end up like Saquon Barkley with his own line. Basically Swiss cheese. All right, let, let me save you before D gets her pillow out. JJ, let's go to you, sir. Give me your 2022 outlook for the Steelers. Uh, I, I agree with John wholeheartedly, obviously, because he's my, my buddy. Um, yeah, I don't think the Steelers did much of anything to fix the O-line. I mean, you have a couple of new faces there. Uh, you have Matt Canada. You have two new quarterbacks, and you're asking him to Matt Canada to put all those guys in a blender and hope that whatever comes out is something serviceable. I don't really see it happening. Um, like John was saying, Najee needs like a decent backup because if he's out there getting hit all the time, he's going to be injured, and don't really see the quarterbacks like um, I think Drew was saying or Nick, sorry. Uh, that they don't really elevate the team, so I I see the Steelers floating around 500 as well. It's not I'm not really optimistic about the season this year. It's probably going to be a couple of dark years for the Steelers. So we'll see how that turns out. I mean, it's not looking good, especially with the Ravens bolstering their or their roster. You know, the Bengals are the defending AFC champs, and then you have the Browns, who are just you know always there annoying people. So uh, it's we'll see how it turns out, but not, it's not looking good. All right, Justin, you got something percolating for D um, on your prediction? Yeah, I, I will validate D's point because Daniels and Cole are coming from both top 15 um, uh, run block win rate teams from the Bears and the Vikings. They both finished with over 70 uh, percentage grades on PFF. You know, it couldn't get worse. It really couldn't get worse. And they're already talking about limiting Najee to like more of like a, you know, special situation type of role where he's going to be scoring more, you know, not taking as many carries, you know, kind of preserving him because he was really overused at Alabama as well. Um, I think this team has nine and eight, 10 and seven written all over it. Um, you know, it's going to be a lot of what happens during the year. Um, you know, Cincinnati is obviously a juggernaut. Uh, Cleveland has prospects, but it all depends on Watson. And then the Ravens, obviously, you know, the Ravens are the Ravens. You know, we saw last year a couple injuries could really change the fold in that division. So I'm going to say I'm going to go with 10 and 7 because I think Tomlin is the absolute leader among men. He can get the most out of his players. Yeah, listen, um, that was the one thing as I was doing the notes here, looking at an offense overall, yardage-wise, 23 overall, defensively 24th overall last year and made the playoffs. That's Mike Tomlin written all over it. All right, let's move on. Oh, that's right. Nick, yeah, let's just hear What do you have to say? Wow. A couple points there. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to pick on JJ and and John. Uh, You got – I don't know if you guys are from – 
Jersey, but you got really pessimistic. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that right now because I should live, live in Jersey. I should live in Jersey, and they hate everything. So that's that's number one. Uh, yes, the offensive line is torrid. They are ranked 26th in the league as of right now. But you brought up the points. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. Uh, last year, the offense wasn't very good because. Um, Canada and Roethlisberger, they were button heads. And then it's, it's Ben's last year, so they just let him do what he wanted to do and see how far that he would take them. The whole thing is about this team, and myself included, is that they were Roethlisberger apologists. They fell in love with him. They didn't really develop a plan after him. What they should have had done uh, is trade some of those draft picks, get a better quality quarterback, because I don't think Mitch Trubisky is an answer. I think he's a bridge to the next guy. I think Pickett is a major overreach. I don't think he's he's that good. But with all that being said, they still got quality receivers. They got a, they got a very good uh, up and coming tight end in uh, Firemuth. They got they got a solid defense. Uh, they got to show up their run game. Um, going back, they never never. They never uh, solved the Shazier problem. They still haven't fixed that, and that was six years ago. Um, so, And then they got Najee Harris. Now, there's some rumblings that they might go out and try and get David Johnson. Now, David Johnson is not the back he used to be in Arizona, but he's a serviceable back for um, uh, Harris in the backfield. So with all that being said, and again, Tomlin never had a losing season, and it's not going to start now. I'm going to say they – they go 10 and 7 this year. All right. That was a mouthful to say the least. Nick, I, I like I said. I, oh, you know, and they also lost Joe Hayden, too, which, which they should go out and re-sign. Well, yeah, he's still pending. I think I messed up last night when I said Jadamian Clowney wasn't signed yet, and they had signed him, so I didn't want to say that yeah. just yet. But, yeah, they may end up signing him um, as well. So, you know, who knows? This, You know, again, you mentioned it, hit the nail on the head. Tomlin is the man, bottom line. You, at least this team is over 500. It's a tough AFC, though, this year, that's to say. And they got Trubisky because it was cheap. Thank you, Nick. All right, JJ, let's go <laughs> the opposite way. Give me the best game or the, the game you're most excited for on the schedule. Uh, I'm excited for week one, man. You got, you know, you got the Bengals coming, or, you know, we're playing them, and uh, it'd be a great – It'd be a great start if the Steelers could beat him, but I just don't see it happening. But, I mean, we'll see what happens, man. Uh, you know, Joe Burrow has something to prove. Um, so do so the Steelers, but that should be a great matchup. Could be a little, um, you know, drunk from last year. You never know. You might catch him slipping week one. Who knows? John, what say you? What's your favorite game on schedule? Uh, it's probably a cliche, but this is the Ravens at home. Um, anytime we play them, it doesn't matter how good Lamar Jackson gets counted in the NFL. We've been one of the best teams to play against him, so um, it doesn't matter who we've tossed out there. So I, that's always a fun game for me, and it's just a good rivalry. I think for me that sums up football, um, mm-hmm. and I think it's a really good benchmark for where our team's at. If we can still go out there and win a game against the Ravens, and it gives you hope for the future. As a football connoisseur, when I hear Steelers-Ravens, I am ready for some football. I'll tell you that much. D, what say you? What's your favorite game on the schedule? Oh, I have a few. Um, I can't wait to go to Miami and see how Steeler Nation takes over. 
Um, I know uh, Miami fans are buying tickets all of a sudden now uh, that they didn't because they didn't before. So <laughs> that's what I've been hearing. So uh, the, Miami will be a good one. I can't wait to go there and, and feel that energy. Um, and um, the home game, um, the home opener, that's always a great vibe. It's going to be a great time just to see everybody reunite, all that fun stuff that happened on, on home opener. Um, it's, it's just amazing. So if you haven't done a home opener with the Pittsburgh Steelers, you need to get to Pittsburgh and experience it. It's one for the books for sure. Yeah, home openers are the best. The energy in the in the uh, you know any stadium that you're in. Um, I know even a few years ago, um, my wife and I are doing a stadium tour. We went to Philly after they that's her team after they won the Super Bowl and the home opener against the Falcons, and it was just such a great experience seeing the fans hugging each other, seeing each other for. I'm like, can't that be me someday? Um, Drew, let's go to you, sir. What say you on the best game of the schedule? Well, I'm going to cheat a little bit because uh, it looks like the first quarter of the season, uh, what I'm seeing is there's some winnable games there against, uh, we got the Jets and the Patriots, and uh, there, there's two or three winnable games in our first four, but then what it comes down to is uh, the 9th and the 16th of October, back-to-back against Buffalo and Tampa, that's really going to tell us where we're at. Yeah, definitely uh, murderers row on your schedule, to say the least. Looks to, looks to be right now. Jordan, what say you, my friend? What's your favorite game on schedule? The next one, I'm going to start with week one, just like the other guys. Um, I just tweeted today, we beat Buffalo last year. No one thought that we could do it. I think that's the game that even if we lose or fall to them you know, later in the season, I just think that that's the game. There's just too much hype and too many people on the steel. Like I said, Joe Burrow, he got ice in his veins. I get that. But uh, Mitch Money's going to – I'm telling you, man, I, 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 I watched a lot of – Matt Nagy, going back to it, I really think that we need to just clear that from his resume because I, I really do believe that he's going to surprise a lot of people because he was a pro bowler at one time. I'm not sure. I, was it 2019 or the year? But um, he, he really does have the stuff, and I, I, I just, I'm just excited. Like I said, I think around a 500 season, but that Cincinnati Bengals game, um, that, that's the one, the next game. Get get the uh, Matt Nagy voodoo off of you, Mr. Trubisky. All right, Justin, what say you? What's a game you like? Um, I'm actually starting to fall in love with a couple games. But the one game I'm going with is the game right before Christmas. I know I probably stole your game. Um, but it's against the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm. And I think that one's going to be huge as far as playoff implications. Those are two teams that are looking at – well, obviously the Raiders got to deal with the loaded West and then you guys got to deal with the loaded North. So that's a big game for playoff standings right there. I think that you guys can make a wild card if you win that game. Nick, what say you, what's your favorite game? Well, since everybody took them all, uh, I'm going to say November 20th at home against Cincinnati. It's a, it's a Sunday night game. Uh, I think it's going to be a, this could be a big game. That that could be the turning point of our season there. Uh, if we're if we're still in the hunt, uh, and then that that game should propel us further for the for the latter half of the season. So I'm going to go with the Cincinnati game. If I heard D correctly, I, I might have misheard her. But are you talking about coming down to Miami South? I, Beach? 
I will be there. I want you to know, ma'am, that I've had six seats for about eight years, and I live in Orlando. And okay. takes, trust me when I tell you it's a long drive back when they are losing. Mm-hmm. But if you're heading down there, we will definitely have to link up for sure. Nick Absolutely. will be there as well. That is by far my favorite game on the schedule. Come on down to South Beach. Hopefully, we'll do something. May, you know, who knows? We'll see. All yeah, right, I'm planning on having an event. So, uh, yeah. All right. That's even more, even more exciting. We'll definitely. If you got some time. passes for uh, that event, you can um, bring them on up. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be advertising it. So, all right. Soon. Yeah, way, way to go, Nick. Way to, way, way to make the guests feel uncomfortable right on cue. All right, let's take a quick commercial you break. You told me to. When we come back, <laughs> we are going to play Fantasy Feud Steeler Edition. I'm excited about this. We'll be right back. Hayden, we love fantasy football. We do? It's a fantastic game yet, still not perfect. Like, I hate leaving high-scoring players on my bench. The worst, man. In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So... We at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. So you put them up, reach the skies and the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog, one time for the underdog. All right, it's time to get down for some fantasy feud. Now, obviously, we got an uneven number tonight. So to make things a little easier, and it looked like we had a little bit of rivalry going anyway. So let's make things easy. I'm going to do Nick, Drew, and D. They're all going to be on the same team. And we'll do Jordan, JJ, and John on the other team. Justin, you're going to be my judge tonight, so you can tell me who said what, because that gets a little confusing. Unfortunately, I don't have any fancy buzzers, so I'm just going to ask the question. What you guys will do will shout out the answer. If you're able to snag it for your team, if you answer correctly um, in time and get it, you will earn the opportunity for your team to close out the round. There's five correct answers. You have three strikes against you, so three wrong answers. If you don't close it out, the other team gets a chance to steal. Does everyone pretty much understand? One answer per guest. Yes, Nick loves to make sure he says that. All right, let's take it's time, guys. It's Nick Nick Knight. It's the Nick Knight. Hey, listen, it's time to play the few. Brad? Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. (laughs) 
won't be a long game tonight because we got Steeler professionals tonight. Let's see what they got. Top, excuse me, top five answers on the board. Here's your first question. Give me top five in all-time Steelers history rushing TD leaders. Jerome Bettis. Jerome Bettis. He comes in at my, my video got stuck there. Sorry. He got he is number two on the list with 78. Nick, you've earned it for your team. You guys got control. What else you got? D, go ahead. Franco Harris. Franco Harris. I'm not gonna hit the correct button because it's taking too long. That is correct. He is number one on this list. 91 TDs. Good job there. You got number one and number two. Uh, three, four, and five remaining. What else you got? Sure, we got one. How about uh, Barry Foster? Barry Foster. Ready? Can I go? Or we have to? Yeah. Leave? No, go ahead, D. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell is correct. I don't want to hit it again. He is number three at thirty-five. He's actually tied with somebody. I'm at three at 35. How about Fast Willie Parker? Fast Willie Parker. Oh, what? No Willie? 10 with 24. Now, I did this because I was really wanting to test your fan knowledge. You might get who Le'Veon Bell's tied with, but if you get number five, you're cheating. Cause ain't no way I knew. Ain't no way you know this. Go right ahead. Give me your. You got one strike remaining. If you guys want to talk it over, go ahead. But you got one strike left. It's your last guess, and you got number four and five left on the list. Commissioner, I knew you uh, picked this question. By the way, I saw the list. <laughs> Drew, you got it. I, I don't know. Uh, a bam. I got Morris, it. Uh, I got I it. I got uh, Rocky Blyer. I don't know. You want me guess? Yeah, Cordell Stewart. Cordell Stewart. I was just thinking that. I literally Slash. Slash. One of the original dual threats. And, and then Blyer is probably the only other one I can think of. He's the one tied with Le'Veon Bell uh, with 35. All right, final guess. You got five, one strike and one answer remaining. Do you guys have a guess? Yeah, you guys want to go with Blyer? Uh, yeah. mm. It's up to you guys. Got me. All right. Uh, yeah, sure. What the hell? I'm just trying to get? think of people who got touches. I was going to say. What, what was the guest, D? I'm sorry. I missed that. Rocky Blyer. Rocky Blyer. <laughs> oh, hello. Number 11. All right, Jordan, JJ, and John, you guys can discuss it. You got one chance to steal. You guys got the answer to this. I'm just one. playing through my mind trying to think of like who got, like who was around for like the, because all the ones that they said, not Amos Zaraway. I don't think he was, I don't know. Chad Mendenhall, D'Angelo yeah. Williams. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Well, yeah, where do you guys want to go? Where do you guys gonna go? No, nah, I don't think I don't think D'Angelo Williams. Maybe Kevin Barlow. I don't know. No. Oh man, dude, I'm like. This is the best one. Ever. At least you know we're not using Google to search our answers. Yeah, I know you're not. That's why I said because if you get it, I know you are. Because I mean, I have no a bunch of names, but I just don't think that they were around long enough to be on that list. It, it's either someone from like a really long time. I don't know. I, I really we got. I got to get the buzzer. So let's go. What you guys got? I can't think of guys' name. You want to no just do Mendenhall? <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's just do Mendenhall, man. All right, oh, oh, I know it. I know it. Nick just looked up on Google. You only needed an hour. <laughs> Go ahead, Nick. Who is it? Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw wow. is correct. Can you yeah, Five all yeah. time on the Steelers rushing team. Yeah. Thirty two touchdowns. Rushing. I need Nick and Pittsburgh trivia. <laughs> yeah. No, I listened to I. I listened to the. He also knows what questions I ask. Don't even. Don't even. No, I listened to the sports radio out, out of uh, Pittsburgh the other day. Yeah. All right, let's go, okay. on to, let's, go, <laughs> let's go on to question number two. This always hits the heart of the Steeler or any fan base. Top five answers on the board. Here's your question. Give me all time, all right, opponents that you have the best winning percentage against. Browns. Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta, I heard Browns first. Browns came in first. That is incorrect. And then I heard Atlanta Falcons. Just give them the trophy. Somebody was <laughs> it today. 14-2-1, and one, you guys. So the Falcons are number two all time on that list for you. All right, Nick, you guys won the round. What, uh, what else you got? Drew or D, you got to guess? Um, I'm good. I know who it's not. It's not the New England Patriots. So they're out. <laughs> um, let me go with... Mm, mm, Miami Dolphins. The America's team, the Miami <laughs> Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. I'm going to go with the Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, Nick. Maybe you're not cheating. 
What about the Cincinnati Bengals? Wait, it's still our, it's still still our turn. Our yeah, I mean, our side. Yeah, yeah, they should be, the should be on the list somewhere. We <laughs> got one strike left. Drew, yeah, what do you got? Drew, I want to talk to Brown. A lot of meat on this bone, too. So you I'm got sure there second. is. You got a lot of meat here. So you got one, three, four, and five on this list. I, I, don't, I do not want to be responsible for that third X again. <laughs> I have a guess. Go for I it. I have a guess. Go for it. Detroit. The Detroit Lions. Oof. I have never heard someone say so many wrong things, one after the other, consecutively in a row. That's bad. Y'all making me look bad. Um, <laughs> lot of lot of meat on this bone, guys. You got a chance to steal. You got number one. All you gotta do three, is get one, four, <laughs> and five on this list. You guys got to guess. At one point, I would have said the Chiefs, but they've obviously had our number lately. Um, I still think the Bengals for some reason. I don't know why, but he said not the Browns. So it's like I thought that Big Ben had more wins than Baker did there. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, um, more about Arizona. Stick with it. Stick with it. Come on out. What about the Jets? It feels like it feels like the Jets would be a pretty good. Is that what you? Is that what we're riding with? I, I feel like the problem. The reason I thought the Browns is because we beat them a lot. But Pick we also one. Right, what you? Yeah. Hey, yeah. look at the Jets. Just throw it in there, bro. The J E T S suck, suck, suck. That's too bad. That's what I would have said if you had forced me to give me to give an what? answer. What we did? Stop it, Drew. Sorry. <laughs> The Jets are number number five on this list. There, you guys are eighteen and six against the Jets. Number one on this list, the Panthers. You're six and one all time against the Panthers. Number three, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're nine and two against the Bucks. And number four, the Indianapolis Colts. You are twenty and six against the Colts. If you don't know, now you know. We're all tied up. Let's go into the next round. We're going to go the opposite end of the spectrum on the next question. Here's your top five answers on the board. Give me opponents that you have the worst winning percentage against. Patriots. The New England Patriots is... I would I would say Oakland Raiders because Yes. <laughs> ben can never win there. We can never beat that. I'd go with the Raiders. The Raiders. I I'm calling them Oakland still. Wait, 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 wait. Who guessed the first answer? I thought I, Drew did. did I, I, oh, was it was that Drew? No, that was me. Oh sorry. Who was it? Okay. John? So, so now John. it's our guess. Oh, so now it's right, yeah, our guess. Go yeah, ahead. It's like delayed, sorry. It's fine. Oh, good. What do you got, oh, Nick? No, go ahead. I really thought someone else was going. So uh, winning, you said who we lose against the most? Yes, the most. Right. In England. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm going to go with the Raiders here. We the Raiders. Well. Hmm. Interesting. Number six. Not number five. Number six. But no cigar. So close. So back to us. Oh, Who's turn is it? It's, it's now it's uh, back, now to, the it's the back to the other team. Oh, okay. What do you think? Uh, Packers, Ravens, Saints. The, I was thinking Saints too. 
New Orleans Saints is not correct. Back to the other side. All right, let's go Baltimore. The Ravens is also not correct. Back to the other side. side. (laughs) It's like ping pong. Right. Uh, You guys will get one eventually. What about about the Packers? The Packers is also not correct. I believe we got about 26 teams more to go. I mean, we're eventually going to hit one. Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys also not correct. Back to the other side. Can I talk as a team or no? What's that? Can we talk as a team or is it? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, of course. We just never lose the people, so we don't know. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say the Jags. The Jacksonville Jaguars is also not correct. Back to the Uh other side. Broncos. How about the Broncos? The Denver Broncos. Okay, we're on the board. What do we got? All right. Hallelujah. Broncos are number four on this list. You are 10, 15, and one against the Broncos. All right, what else you got? I'm going back to Florida. I'm going back to Florida. Dolphins. The Miami America's team, the Miami Dolphins, I would love for them to be on this list. And where I was going to Florida, I just said I was going to Florida. They're on the other side of the list. <laughs> All right, you got one guess remaining to close this out, guys. Do you have a lot of meat on this bone? Do you have a guess? So mm-hmm. wait, that we lose. Who's who's up? The okay. you guys. It's all you, Jordan. Wait, can I talk with them? Oh, oh, oh! It, it, yeah. oh it's us. Uh, yeah, you got one more. Drew. Broncos was my guess. Uh, I think that I would probably go with. Um, how about the Eagles? The Philadelphia Eagles is correct. Great job. Number three on this list, 29-47-3 and all time against your interstate rival. All right, so you got one, two, and five still remaining with one strike left. Uh, I have a team in mind, but I'm not sure if I want to say it. The Colts are on the other side. I got a guess if we need one, but I don't know yeah, how I have confident a, I am. I have a guess. Go for it. The 49ers. Is that the team's consensus? The 49ers. No. no. Stop it. Get some help. I'm sorry, Nick. I can't even ask Nick what his guess was. I'm sorry, Nick. If if they're wrong, I will tell. I'll tell you. Okay. All right, guys, you got some meat on this bone. This is for the game. We're going to just cut it because we can be a little longer than we should be. But let's go. This is for the game right here. You got number one for, uh, f- and number five and number two on this list. Did, did about- someone say Arizona? Yeah, I got it. It's an X. Okay. I think that's a Don't help me. What do you guys think about the Giants? Are we talking? 
Are we talking about like percentage or mo- just losses in general? Percentage. It's just percentage. winning percentage. Yes, sir. So, so if you're zero and two against a team, then that's a percentage of zero right. zero. Yeah. So, who do we not play that much that we lost to? That's. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. That is the question. That's the million dollar question. <laughs> um, what about man. What do we beat Seattle often or I know we beat them in the Super Bowl, but <laughs> that might be a good one because we don't play them that much, but when we do we we have beaten them. Alright, we're up against it guy, so let's get a guess in. Yeah, right. Just pull the trigger. Is it the Seahawks? If you guys are poor. We win. Yay. I was going to go with Buffalo, but I didn't know if I was going to do it. Hallelujah. The the female team won tonight. Thank goodness. All right. So my guess was the Chargers. We got number one on this list was the Bears. You guys are 8, 19, and 1 against the Bears. Number two, the Rams. You guys are nine. I was thinking St. Louis, but I was like, no, no, no. And man, you're Jordan, you're gonna hate to hear this. Number five, the Giants, 31 of 44 and three. You were that close from the win with that one. All right, congratulations to the right side of the room, if you will. You are today's winner. Awake now. <laughs> it only took you 54 minutes. Like I hey, like I said, thank goodness the female side won tonight because I don't have to do this to the females tonight. We have to give it to our losers. The award of the week. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. And as the winners, we we get nothing either. So even, even Leroy Butler caught that. So man, I gotta tell you, that was bad. <laughs> I was happy. I was happy not to have to have to do with the female tonight. Hallelujah! All right, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're a fantasy show. Crazy enough, we're gonna talk about fantasy rankings real quick. Believe it or not, we'll be right back. Hey everyone, it's Commissioner Cooper from TSS Fantasy. Want to give your own fantasy league that extra professional touch? (laughs) Say less. We got you. 
TSS was based off a show that we did on our own fantasy league. Mike, night, night, sorry, and now possible play You're on your way. <laughs> now we want to bring that professional, fun, and creative side to your fantasy league. And you can do it for as low as $5 extra per owner. Oh my. I will guarantee it will increase your interactions within the league, create more fun, friendly banter. And give your league that extra real life feel that you didn't know it needed. to interacting with you and your league soon. Don't forget TSSFantasy.com. Go visit it today. Get signed up. We are the Fantasy Show of the Peak. See, this is what happens. People get the, uh, people get the dumbass award and then they take off, unfortunately. So <laughs> All right, we're going to take a uh, – we're going to talk about fantasy rankings. As I said, really excited for that. I hope you guys are ringed out already. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. We'll start with the QB situation. It's kind of like what we talked about last night. It's crazy about the influx of where these QBs could land. Right now, I currently have Mitch Mitch Trubisky at 30, Kenny Pickett at 34, but only because I just don't know who's starting. I'd be very comfortable bringing one of them up a little more once we get decided who's going to be the starter going forward. I know D's already got it locked up for us, but just to be sure, yeah. I just want to wait a little bit. Um, and see how it goes. You never know. It might be an injury. You never know what might happen. Justin, what say you on a QBs uh, in Pittsburgh? You're muted. And you're on mute, sir. He's still on mute. I will yeah. unmute you now. Yeah. So um, I have them duly at 27. So whoever starts, I think, can be at least 27. Um, this offense is going to be all predicated on what either a rookie or a bridge quarterback can do for it. Um, not that I hate Trubisky. I just don't, for fantasy, particularly want him in my QB2 spot. I'd be much safer with him as a QB3. Nick, what say you, sir? Uh, I currently have him at 30. Uh, I don't have Pickett ranked because he's not going to play. So uh, – Trubisky's best season was 2018. I got the stats here. He threw for 3,200 yards, 24 touchdowns, and, and 12 picks. If he can get that or go up a little bit higher with our offense and then our defense, uh, it'll be okay. But otherwise, just for pure fantasy sake, yeah, I wouldn't want him on my on my roster. I have him at, at number 30. D, streamer, have- streamer if you need him against a favorable matchup. Okay. Are you, is that it? Are you sure? Oh, I am now. 
T. I know you got to take off soon, so we'll go to you on this one. Uh, give us your take on the QB situation um, in Pittsburgh and where you would have them ranked. Um, yeah, so I I would not pick up Mitch right away, even though I know he's going to be QB number one. Um, he's definitely a guy you would have at QB number two, or you know, uh, you go in through a bye week guy, you pick him up or whatever. But uh, I, yeah, I would have him in the the, the low twenties, thirty, you know, upper, I mean, lower thirty range for for a Mitch. And in case you got to take off while we're still finishing up, yeah. let everyone know where they can subscribe, follow, and do all that great stuff. We do appreciate you being on tonight. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm so glad I could make it. Uh, D-Love Sports on everything, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, D-Love Sports. That's where I am. So make sure you follow. Make sure you follow. Check her out. Indeed, can't wait to follow up in Miami this year, yes. especially the after party. Indeed. Oh, All right, let's go to let's go to Jordan. What say you, sir, on the QB situation in Pittsburgh? Yeah, I'm, I agree with D uh, fullheartedly. Um, it's too early to tell. Like I said, we all pretty much know that Mitch is going to be the starter, but if he comes out and lights it up, it might be a good waiver wire pickup. Um, definitely a good quarterback to have on your bench, kind of like the quarterbacks that you draft and they get injured and you're just waiting for them to get uninjured and they just sit on the IR on your bench. But um, to have him, you know, on the bench and just see where the season goes, I think is a good option. I would say probably 25-30, like Nick said. JJ, what say you, sir? Mm, I think that's a good spot, 27. Uh, I I would wait to see how the Steelers do overall. I mean, we all know how the, the – trouble that the old line is going to have and then who knows how the offense is going to be so i would definitely maybe take trubisky as a qb3 two three around you know around there yeah all right john you concur with the panel uh i'm gonna be the outlier and say i have him probably in the 15th range um because if you look at his best season if you look at his best season, I have been, but not that much. <laughs> he's never had wide receivers. Cheers, Justin. Uh, he's never had wide receivers. Um, when he had his best season, Anthony Miller was his number two, number one-ish, and he was a drop machine. Um, I think we're going to be passing the ball a lot because we don't have a good O-line, so we're going to be behind in games, so we're going to have to play catch-up. So I I think with the weapons he has, with he really loves the tight end. So I, I think we're going to see Pat take the Heath role with him. It's going to be like a throwback to Ben and Heath. So I think he'll be at least in the 15th range in quarterback. So, I mean, he's definitely a good backup option. If you get a favorable matchup against a team, I would start him. Yeah, no. All right. I do like that. Let's go to the running back position. That's a big take by John. He's got them really up there and deep. <laughs> All right, let's go to the running back situation in Pittsburgh, and it's a good situation to have indeed. Najee Harris last year, number four overall in fantasy. Um, I have him currently this year at three. He could very easily be number one. Like I said, I was in a um, draft or a draft a couple months ago and took him number one overall. Um, I can definitely see him having that type of production. But you guys are scaring me a little bit with this old line talk. So now I'm starting to feel like, hmm. And I think, John, you might equate it earlier to the Saquon Barkley type situation, which I hope that's not what happens. But really, when you look at Saquon, though, or excuse me, we look at Nache, um, and you talked about, you know, maybe David Johnson, because if it's not David Johnson, who else is there to take any kind of significant 
um, snaps from Najee. You know, it's Benny Snell, and that's pretty much it. So that's why I like Najee a lot this year. Um, definitely, you know, if you're up there in your picks, he's a safe bet, I think, overall. Uh, Justin, what say you, sir? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Um, so right now I am bouncing around with the idea of putting him number two or putting him number five. And my biggest issue is, is that he was really good last year, but that's because he got 381 touches. When you look at the efficiency marks, he didn't really do too much with him. And like John said earlier, he had to have 381 to get where he was. So that kind of scares me just a little bit on him. Um, plus he had all the workload from Alabama, you just you always kind of wonder when it's gonna when it's gonna hit. Um, hopefully, you never wish for injuries. You never hope for any of that. You always want these guys to be a hundred percent healthy. But it's a running back position; it never ends up that way. I just think that drafting him at number two, you're putting a lot into that, and he might just. I mean, with all the rumors of him sharing the workload, he might just drop in value for you this year. So if you don't have him at number two. You need him to produce number two, number one numbers. If he doesn't, then it's kind of a fail. So that's why I have him number two to number five range, still deciding that. Nick, what say you, sir? I'm at num- number two right now, uh, primarily because it's, it's PPR. So, again, he had the 1,200 yards exactly. And then last season, he had 74 receptions on 94 carries for 467 yards and then three TDs. So, again, those – the receptions are out of the backfield are really going to bump up his his average. I mean, he's he. I think he's an upgrade from Eckler in the standpoint of he actually can actually run the ball between the tackles too. So um, that's why I have him at number two right now. He's ready to jump in. What say you? Yeah, of she is. Um, and because I mean, what he said is you have to think about the receptions. We're we're talking about the touches here. Um, you're talking about Hatrosha's uh, line that he had. So um, even if he takes away some of these carries, if your line is improved uh, a small percentage, you know, his carries can improve, right? He can do more with less. Um, and the reception, I'm, I'm anticipating more receptions from the QB. Um, if they are more mobile, they can do a quick toss to him off, you know, running from their right or their left. So there's more possibilities with a, a mobile quarterback here. So I'm, I'm not putting him below two. You can go one or you could go two with him. John, what say you? Uh, as long as they don't throw it to him on fourth down, because we saw how well that worked out last year, uh, five yards behind the line of scrimmage or a loss. Uh, I'll I'll put him at five. I think his touches do go down, but I think they can do more. 
with a lot of bootleg with Mitch, uh, kind of tease that, like, is he going to run? Is he going to throw it? Um, the Buffalo Bills players did say he was just as mobile as Josh Allen. So I think that gives Jetta a lot more options in his offense, something that he didn't have last year. So I'll, I'll put around five just because his touches are going to go down, but I think he'll still be productive. JJ, you concur. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, yeah, I just the O-line, man. The O-line scares me a lot. Um, we saw, like, how he kind of, when you say fell apart at the end of the season, but he did, he did get injured from taking the brunt of the, the touches. And, yeah, I would number five for me, man. I, I would try to stay away from him, you know, late, to get him later in the, in the round. So, yeah, I would stay away from him for a while. So perplexing ranking next is the receivers, of course, wondering what's going to go on with the QB situation. Deontay Johnson, I think we've talked about him, number 12 last year um, overall. Chase Claypool, number 36 overall. George Pickens added to the offense. Calvin Austin added as well. Um, again, um, I don't see you guys passing as much. I see the offense going in a different direction. But again, what do I know? But I have um, Deontay Johnson right now actually you're in the 18th and chase claypool i have currently at 32nd overall what say you just done on the receivers and steelers oh uh, yeah so i'm i'm a little bit higher on claypool and johnson i i like johnson i think he's about 14 um as far as his contract goes i hope that gets situated i hope you guys actually pay him for once because you guys are not really notorious for paying your wide receivers um but they did say that they were not gonna, they were not interested in giving him twenty mil, and he's definitely worth more than twenty mil, for sure. Um, as far as Claypool goes, this is a guy who I really want to see in the slot, and you guys are kind of teasing it this offseason that he's gonna go in the slot. This is a guy who's I think what six four. He's just ridiculous, and he's he's good in open space. Um, he has some maturity issues, but I mean, I think if we can really put all that behind him and he can really develop into a good slot receiver, he can be a top 24 wide receiver. As far as his ranking goes for me right now, I have him at 34. Yeah, I mean, definitely freak athlete um, would be crazy to see him in the slot. That would be cool. Nick, what say you, my friend, on the receivers? Okay, right now I have Deontay Johnson at 20, and then I have uh, Claypool at 43. Only because of again, the um, the quarterback situation and the O line is is so murky. And then you got you got a lot of num- number ones with better quarterbacks and better O lines ahead of them. I have to put Deontay down at at number twenty. As far as Claypool, like Justin said, he's got to mature. But his big thing is he's either a strikeout or a home run. Because last season he had fifty nine receptions on on one hundred and five targets but his average was a 14.6 so he's either going long or or he's going for for five yards and then get put on on his butt and then we brought harris uh he was fourth in receptions last year so again uh with those two guys uh claypool and then johnson have them ranked respectively and then of course we don't know what pickens is going to bring but the whole thing is going to be contingent on the O line and uh trubisky d what say you on the receivers I'm not picking up any Steelers receiver. Uh, I'm, I'm not doing that. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, with If Ben was playing, then I would look at things a little bit differently, but you have a new quarterback. So it doesn't make sense to to, to rank any of these guys yet. Uh, there's plenty. The, the receiver room is so big. Uh, we didn't even name a lot of the guys that are in the room. 
Um, so you don't know who's going to be the stud. Uh, you still, you know, who's who's the guy we picked up from from Baltimore? Um, you know, you still have Miller. You have that 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 Cody. You just have to have so many guys still in that room that you know you just don't know who's going to be that guy. So I'm pretty pretty sure someone's going to be a stud that's not going to be picked up on the draft line. Uh, give me the tight end for sure, and my and my top fifteen. I'm good on receivers for now. John, I know you're high on this passing game. What say you and the receivers? I think I think it's going to fluctuate week to week uh, because there is no rapport. You know, I know they went down to Miami and practiced or had you know their little get together, but there's no real rapport between any of the quarterbacks and any of the receivers besides Mason. But no one sees him playing. He might get traded before the season starts. Who knows? So I'm kind of with D on that. I don't know that I would take anyone right away because it's hard to say. I would take Pat. But I know that falls on the tight end, but um, Claypool, Claypool should be the top guy on this team, but he's soft, like mentally. He's, he plays for flags, not for football. So I mean, that's, that's, that's what it comes down to. He just wants to get a flag unless he's wide open, and then he'll make the catch, and then that's that. But. Mr. Claypool, it's John Albright. That's, how you, that's, that's the name that just called you soft. All right, Jay. What a worse city to go down working without for, for the distraction than Miami. Why the hell would you go to my, my, Miami to get work done? Anyway, moving right along, JJ. What say you, my friend, on the receivers in Pittsburgh? Um, I I think the only receiver that I would take in fantasy from the Steelers would be Deontay Johnson. Like I know he has a new, new quarterback or two new quarterbacks potentially this year. Um, but the kid has produced with any quarterback that he's had. I know the, his rookie year, he had Mason for a while, and I believe this season that they had Duck too. Um, but I mean, he's probably the, he's the best receiver on the roster right now. So if I was going to take anybody, I'd take Deontay um, Claypool. I agree with John; like he does play for flags. Um, he also likes to jump and fall back. I mean, it's just kind of it's kind of embarrassing to watch sometimes because you see so much potential in the kid. And, uh, like, if they use him like they did against the Philadelphia Eagles in his rookie year, then I think he's, he'd be worth picking up. But given with the new offense um, and the new quarterbacks, I, I wouldn't take Claypool either. Um, I would definitely take Pat Fryermuth because um, he's going to be a good security blanket for whoever is thrown. So, um, yeah. yeah, Pat and Deontay for sure. Those everyone, wants, everyone wants to get to that tight end spot, that's for sure. But Chase Claypool gives me Devonta Parker feels. That's what that's what he gives me. By the way, Nick, we did have a comment um, tonight. I forgot. I think this was meant for you. Um, I just wanted to pull it up. Los quiero muchismo. I don't know. I think that's for you anyway. All right. No hablo español. <laughs> We're talking about tight end. Everyone wants to talk about Fryermuth. Um, he was 12th last year. Um, overall in tight ends. I mean, so why not? I mean, he definitely has the opportunity with whoever is that quarterback. It's a new offense. So matter. So it doesn't matter if um, Mitch Trubisky, the veteran, is at the helm or the rookie. I think either way, you can see a lot of targets for Pat. I think you guys have alluded to it earlier as well. So um, he could sneak into my top 10. Right now I have him 12th just because there's some other guys I like ahead of him. But, again, there's some still some time left. He might sneak up in my top ten still left. A lot of opportunity for Pat this year. Justin, what say you on the tight ends? So he took over in week six, finished tight end 12, but between the stretch of six and 18 was actually tight end number seven. 
Um, he also, in that short stretch, produced – he got the targeted the most in the red zone. He had 20 targets in the red zone, which was the most for tight ends, period. Um, and he built up a repertoire as, like you said, a safety valve type of guy. Somebody who Ben just went too short. I mean – to be honest, Ben completed 83% of his passes to this guy. And why was that? Because he was only going five yards on average. So, you know, this is a guy who is going to – he has Dalton Schultz type of feel to it. You know, he's not special in any way, but he gets the job done. Almost like a Heath Miller, a good old throwback to the Steelers. You know, he's nothing over the top, but he's just enough to get a touchdown. He's just enough to get 800 yards – in 80 receptions. He's a really good football player, and I think he's going to be utilized. And I'm happy to get him in fantasy this year, um, especially because I like to wait on tight ends. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Heath Miller, by the way, number five all-time receiving touchdowns, just so you know. Nick, what say you, my friend, on Pat Freiberg? Yeah, Justin, I got some umbrage with some of your statements, but I'll take that yeah, up with you after, after the show. Um, <laughs> Get me outside, Justin. <laughs> Catch me outside. Catch me outside. Catch me outside. Yeah, I'll see you in Miami. You ain't invited to the party, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he'll, he'll be seeing you in the Miami with his binoculars from, from Baltimore. So, anyway, <laughs> hey. Um, yeah, Pat Firemuth, I ha- right now I have him at 12. And, again, it's because of where he, he finished last year. Uh, and that's because of Ebron had a lot of the uh, lion's share of the receptions in the early part of the season. And, and again, you got, you, you got bigger names with better quarterbacks and O-lines ahead of them. Like you got the Kelseys, the Ertz, the Pitts, the Wallers, the Kettles, and I can go on. But right now, uh, he's he is the number one. Now they jettison Ebron, who was a complete failure, uh, he's he's got the number one spot. And yes, he is. He is a short range receiver. Hopefully, his short range is from the six yard in, so so he can get touchdowns. Uh, that's where I have him at at, at number twelve. Uh, hey, respectively, I got Hunter Henry at eleven, and then I have um, Gesicki at twelve. So uh, he's right in good company. Indeed. All right, D. What say you? I see you want to ready to get in there. What say you? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Let's talk about it. <laughs> let's just go back to last year. I, I drafted him in my fantasy. Him and Najee, very, very high. People were like, "What are you doing? You're crazy." But listen, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster was on this team last year, and in my opinion, Ben very much uses Juju as a tight end. In my opinion, when uh, on, on third downs on on short little passes where they have to get those little extra yards to get the first down, that's Ben's go-to guy. I knew immediately when Juju went down, they have to go to Pat. They have to, Pat has to fill in that. And that's what eventually they did, right? So Pat Frymuth is is the safety net, especially in the red zone, especially on third down. He's going to be the guy. Um, yes, you. Uh, yes, we don't have Ibram anymore. That's even more of a reason um, but this this is the guy they're going to go to on third downs, red zone situations. There's no doubt in my mind. So you might as well go ahead and pick him up. I've got him around 10 because he's going to be the safety net um, for that team in the red zone and on third down. Yeah, I love it. John, what say you? Where you got him? Well, well since T brought it up, uh, we're going to miss Juju sorely this season. We saw what happened without him last season. So 
God, God bless him. I hope he falls out in Casey, but um, I'm going to put Pat at seven just because I think he will be a big tight end target in the red zone. Um, Trubisky threw in a lot to commit in the Bears uniform. That was like his go-to. So I think that's going to be a safety net. It's going to be a throwback to, just like Justin said, it's going to be Ben and Heath all over again. I think that's what I feel just because of what I saw in Chicago and he is a big target. That's a big boy out there in the middle of the field. So And had- drops. Look at those drops, man. He had that yeah. one in Minnesota though, but hey. Hey, you know he's a rookie. He's gonna he's gonna have growing pains just like anybody else, but I, I think he'll shore it up. He'll grow. And uh, you know, we'll, we'll all be saying huh, huh, instead of Heath. So, you know. Call in the ghost of Christmas past with Ben and Heath for sure. JJ, what say you, my friend? Where do you have Matt? Mm, what's left there to say? Uh, I would take him at seven too. Uh, you know, uh, you guys are all gushing over Pat. Um, I think that uh, Trubisky is probably. I think the offense uh, they're probably going to use a lot of play action too. Um, and you know, usually throw it to the tight end in that situation. So um, yeah, well, I don't have anything else to add to anything. I mean, you guys nailed it. So you know, yeah, in a in a in a league, and you know, as far as fantasy is concerned, where the tight end position is just few and far between, um, you know, Justin hit around the head. I like to wait around for my tight ends. He could be a huge gain for you um, later on if people are slipping on Pat, that's for sure. All right. Well, again, we appreciate you guys celebrating Steelers football. I hope everyone that's watching now is all fired up. I know I am. Let's go around the room. I know I gave it to you earlier, but let's just start again with D. Let everyone know where to subscribe, follow all your great stuff since you've held on this long. Yeah. Again, D Love Sports everywhere on every platform, uh, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, D Love Sports. I'll see you there. Sports and Coffee is on Twitter at 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Make sure you tap in with us. Indeed. You're going to watch some sports and tears when they come down in Pittsburgh. Can't come down in Miami. Can't yeah, wait for see? that. He's he lying. See, he can't even <laughs> say it right because he's lying. Twisting his words all <laughs> up. He's getting all excited. John, let's go to you, my friend. Tell everyone uh, where to subscribe and uh, find all of your great stuff. Uh, you can subscribe at You Tell Me Pod One on Twitter, uh, and then you can find our podcast. You Tell Me What I Just Said on Spotify, Apple, anywhere you get podcasts right now. Uh, we try to put out a weekly episode at least, and then usually it's talk crap on Twitter. Nice. Me, so. nice. I wish we were only one episode a week. I got to tell you. <laughs> yeah, we know who to blame for that. <laughs> well, it, it'll, it'll pick up when the season picks up. but no, I hear you. Absolutely. All right, JJ, let everyone know where to follow you, my friend, and subscribe to all your great stuff. Uh, well, I'm, you know, co-host with John, so, you know, Follow us there. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at SSN underscore Steelers. Um, and, yeah, that's it. I don't got a lot. <laughs> <All right. laughs> a man of few words tonight. JJ nailing it on the head, though. We appreciate all of you joining us tonight. That was a lot of fun. We close out the AFC North next week. We head to the AFC West. Monday, we're starting out with the Chiefs. So that'll be lots of fun. Thank you all again. We appreciate you all. And we are out. We're on a mission. We're on a mission.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.